Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Okay, we're welcoming legendary producer Herb Middleton. Hey, Herb, how are you doing? And welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the invite, Adam. Oh, no worries at all. Um, so, yeah, God, in terms of introducing someone like you, it's hard to know where to start. But should we go right back to the very start, like how you first got into music and stuff like that when you were a lot younger? Um, well, I, I I got into music at an early age because my brother, who is um now now de- deceased, he uh, I, you know he was a he was a music fanatic, and so sharing a room with him, I was able to organically take in um great music at a young age, mm-hmm. and um he encouraged me to um. At some point, you know, we both had a drum set. You know, I had a Mickey Mouse drum set, and he had a regular one. So, actually, the first instrument I started playing on was was actually started playing was the drums. So he encouraged me to learn how to play the bass. Then the bass went went from the bass in junior high school. Then, then from the bass, I went to keyboards, playing and playing the drums, and playing the keys, organ in the church. The one thing kind of that led to the other. Yeah, and so going from drums, how did you, how did production end up becoming a thing in your life? Yeah, can you remember kind of the seeds of production in your life at all? Well, that, that, that started as, a, actually that started as a result of me being a musician, also in the church in Brooklyn, and um, one of the, uh, the head musicians, he was already a producer, and uh, he ended up leaving, and he contacted me on the side basically took me under his wings. You probably know him. His name is Loris Holland. Hmm. Um, very, you know, uh, he's a doctor. He's amazing. So he took me under his wings first, showed me the ropes on, you know, on uh, production and a couple of things and some tips, some tips on songwriting. And after that, you know, it, it just kind of took off and ended up being discovered by Teddy Riley. Uh, that was the first biggest break. Yeah, I was going to ask. Um, yeah, would you say Larry's was kind of a very much a mentor to you? And then um, was Teddy? Did, you, did he also feel like a mentor to you as well? You actually relocated to Virginia. To your... Teddy, this you know, early on before I met him personally, I was a fan of the New Jack Swing. So mm-hmm. he 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 kind of mentored me from the distance. Cause I just man, I just love the new jazz swing, and I think that's what drew his attention. Because when I did it, he he could hear that I knew how to do it, and I that I think that got was what got his attention. So I was only around him for a little bit, you know, physically, right. you know, um, but enough to enough for him to discover that I was a songwriter as well as a producer. So yeah, because to work with Teddy, did you? You actually relocated from New York to Virginia, is that right? Yeah, I, I didn't. I never moved to Virginia. I just, uh, I, I, I always lived in New York, and um, mm. he just sent for me. He flew me into Virginia to meet him, and then you know. Oh wow! So that's it's pr- <clears throat> a pretty big compliment that he was wanting to meet you. So he actually flew you over. That's really cool. Yeah, it w- definitely, it was uh, mind blowing for me at that early age. At that season. Yeah. 
And then going back to Larise Holland, so he's worked with like Mariah Carey and Lauren Hill. So um, yeah, to be to get to see someone like that work must have been really special. And it, I guess it makes mm-hmm. sense that you've done all the things you've done. Yeah, that's the book. Yeah, did you ever were you ever in any of these kind of sessions with these kind of big names at all? Or? Well, I, I the only session that I went to. I was in a session when he worked with Vanessa Bell Armstrong, mm-hmm. um, gospel artist, and I was, and who else was it? Oh, Jonathan Butler. Mm-hmm. Got a chance to meet him. You know, he's phenomenal. That was it. Everybody else, I wasn't, I didn't get a chance to meet. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met any of those guys since, like Mariah or Lauren Hill? A bit further down the line? Have I worked with them? Yeah, or have you ever just got to meet them later in life? Too? No, no, no. Oh, I maybe. spoke to Lauren Hill's mother at some point, but it about working with her back in the day, but it never, it never developed. Yeah, or maybe one day you never know, huh? Yeah, maybe one day. <laughs> um, so I don't know if we're jumping forward too much, but would your big breakthrough in your career? Would you say? That's, I mean, when it came with uh, P Diddy, or was he Puff Daddy at the time? I'm struggling to remember, but he did he actually call your phone wanting to work with you is that right yeah yeah i mean he did it then his name was puffy mm. it was the real the beginning of what i feel was uh the, my my most successful year you know ever and as a producer in the night in the early 90s you know what i'm saying that was uh Stu puff and after that after that, you know, I I flew ended up flying on my own. Excuse me. Yep. Um, after Bad Boy, you know, after the I think the last record I did with Puff was a My Life album. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, through Diddy. I mean, who who did you get to meet just through Diddy? I think you helped work with like Biggie Smalls, right? And Mary J. Blige, and it's just mind blowing all these names. Um, yeah, that was a it was a great ever. You know, it was a song, actually one of Tobu's biggest songs, "Can't You See," featuring Biggie. You know, I was a part of that. Yeah, I mean, especially with Biggie, he's like he's got beyond legend status, hasn't he? So the fact you got to have anything to do with him is pretty amazing, right? Not many yeah. people get to say that. And yeah. 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 Um, guy, he's he's a uh, he's a lyrical genius. Yeah. Um, Mary J. Blige as well. Did you link up with her at some point? Can you talk about that? Yeah, working with her. Um, I actually worked on her with her directly after the My Life album. Um, mm. I think she had kind of went out on own outside of My Life and outside of I mean Bad Boy. But you know. Unfortunately, those songs never came out, Adam. This, you know, it's one of the sad yeah. things because I, uh, you know, it was great music, you know. But yeah. working with her was a great experience. You know, she's just a very, very down-to-earth artist. No, I've, I've interviewed a few producers, and it sounds like sometimes there's just so many songs just don't ever see the light of day because you're producing so many tracks, right? And there's there's no promise that the songs are going to get released. Yeah, is that yeah. an experience for you as well? Oh yeah, on many occasions. 
many occasions. And some, a lot of them I've gotten paid for, but they never saw the light of day. The record companies, they go to changes, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to ask about, and then you've set up New Vibe Records. Is that jumping miles ahead or is that similar kind of time frame? Or? Yeah, New Vibe, I kind of have um, put New Vibe to sleep for a while. Just mm-hmm. doing some readjusting to make sure the next time I, it goes live that it's, it's more focused and, you know, it has everything that it needs to function. So, uh, you know, I had to kind of, Sometimes you got to pause, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, of course, of course. Um, and then with some of these names I've mentioned, like Diddy and Jerry, Mary J. Blige, these people you're still in touch with. And um, obviously you're, that's, I guess it's life where you're, you go in different directions and everything. But um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm no longer in touch with them, you know, but not because of bad terms. It's just we're in a different, different phase of our careers. Yeah, you know, I, I I pretty much I pretty much work behind the scenes more, and chose to uh, kind of leave the mainstream for except you know personal reasons and some valid reasons that fought against you know what what I do, which is uh, number one and just creativity and being a musician. Um, Things and you know, as you know now, most of the music is doesn't really have a lot of substance. It's just all structure, you know. And uh, that's where I saw it going. Excuse me for yawning. Adam. I'm just <laughs> nervous. Yeah. Um. No, I I totally know what you mean. So was there a point mm-hmm. in your career where you saw music industry kind of going that way? Because yeah, can you remember when it felt like things were becoming a bit too structured, a bit too mainstream, and yeah, and your yeah. experience? I, yeah, I, I saw it going. I saw it going where it is right now, actually. Um, just based upon how I was being dealt with as an individual, as one who who um, believes that every artist should have their own sound. Um, record companies wanted the same sounds <laughs> and mm. whatever, is, whatever was popular at the time they they wanted that again and so everybody ends up sounding the same like today <laughs> yeah well because I feel like if record labels listen to what you're saying uh, artists would have longer healthier careers wouldn't they if they actually have their own sound and Sure they would. And, and, and record labels will make more money. Mm. Instead of that kind of quick hit of money. Because it's just these artists that, that it's kind of like maybe one or two albums max and then people move on because it's just not offering something different. And um, But I guess that's part of your role as a producer, isn't it? To It's not just about the producing the music itself. I guess it's like advising on how to offer something different. Is that been something yeah. you've always been excited about as a producer too? Because you're yeah. almost a mentor in a way in that capacity, aren't you? I, that I'm what in that capacity? Almost a mentor in a way, just to sort of say. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely. Uh, mentoring is like 
that's the I think for me it's the it's the fun part of having the experiences and the benefit of having the experiences that I've had. It allows me to use the knowledge and experiences that I've had to mentor somebody who just doesn't really know. And that makes it that makes it um all the more purposeful for me. Um, you know what I'm saying? As a, as a veteran mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. you know, being a teacher and still being able to, to do what I do. No, absolutely. And having lost and having lost anything, I can still, <laughs> you know, thank God I can still do whatever it is, any style. If, if I wanted to do what these guys are doing today, I could do it. But I, <laughs> I just don't. If I have to, I'll, I'll do it. If I need to reach somebody, maybe I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, I guess you are very much in the kind of R and B hip hop world. Do you mostly sad to see where those genres ended up going, or do you feel that way about just general pop music? A lot of rock music as well is just so mainstream now. Um, yeah, was it particularly R and B and hip hop you were sad to see go in a particular? direction or do you feel like that's just a lot of the music industry in general i think the r&b r&b and pop r&b and soul music it kind of soul music definitely lost mm. its uh positioning yeah we lost its soul <laughs> yeah it's lost its soul there's no soul music no more not too much and if it is it's underground you know it's kept underground it's not not music you listen to every day. Like, uh, I, I mean, like, with the exception of people like Anthony Hamilton, who is still very soulful, he sticks to it, you know. And I guess you can, yeah, because I mentioned hip hop with you working with Diddy and Biggie Smalls. Um, there's just so much hip hop now, and there's good hip hop if you look for it, but there's, um, there's a lot of hip hop that matches the description you're mentioning of, yeah, not really having that soul, just people imitating each other. And yeah, so I'm hoping you'll get into help some hip hop artists maybe to yeah, find, yeah. find what makes them unique. Yeah, I'm in the process of doing it now. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, what, what, what have you been working on recently? And yeah, it just sounds so positive the, the approach you're taking to. Yeah, is that the kind of who are you working with, and um, is that the approach? Just to say, look, you need to find what makes you unique and double down on that, right? Um, who, who am I working with right now? Yeah, well, yeah. What kind of projects are you doing at the moment? Um, I'm doing a couple of projects. I'm developing uh, one in the process of uh, negotiations with a young man from 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 New York who comes across very intelligently and um but still has that still has that street in him but he wants to go in a different direction his name is script and um i've also have i started a new label publishing company publishing company slash label so i'm developing a couple of acts and within the label um I uh, also started a movement called Back to the Core. Mm-hmm. On all of these uh, these businesses, they all kind of intertwine together because intertwine together because 
with all of them I'm able to mentor um, and help do real artist development. And, you know, that's basically, I don't, I don't, I kind of pick the artists I want to work with and those that, that number one will listen because, you know, knowledge is power. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Talent these days, you got to have talent and a good head on your shoulders, I think. (laughs) Yeah, a hundred percent. I I get the sense you, you're all about positivity. And um, so is that something you're keen to, yeah, when it comes to us development, you trying to keep things as positive as possible and um yeah keep people away from these tempting but negative things that we've kind of alluded to in our conversation yeah yeah i'm naturally i'm a positive guy i mean i know we live we know but the reality is you can't have positives without negatives You know, so but I, I I lean more towards the positive and if and if I may highlight the negatives, but I, I definitely would never glorify them. I'd never never magnify and say a negative is good because that's mm-hmm. when it gets so <laughs> I, I tend to lean more towards the love, pain, emotions, you know, um things of that nature, those are with just real life stuff, you know? Yeah, because I, I mention it because of your kind of morning coffee series you do on social media. <laughs> <laughs> you know about that, Adam? Huh? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I just had a little look and I thought it was cool. Um, yeah, can you talk us through? That's mainly on Instagram, right? Where you're just kind of... Yeah, yeah. Things I, on your mind. Yeah, things I get up, I get up with these thoughts and, I, you know, these morning... So I call, I have a, actually have a book as well. So on Amazon. So I have oh, really? these thoughts that, you know, provoke people to think, you know, um, hmm. yeah, it's fun. I like it. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a coffee drinker big time. So I, <laughs> it's, it has, it's got a little niche and um, I'm actually working on some music to go behind it as well. Yeah. Amazing. And can you just yeah, kind of talk through what kind of topics you like to talk about once you've got some coffee down here in the morning? Uh, well, one of the songs, uh, one of the songs that I've been working on is like uh, it's titled uh, um, "A Cup of Coffee," hmm. and it's basically a guy saying he wants to have a cup of coffee with a woman. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. And it's and it's relatable to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Everybody, the world's most famous coffee spot. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's different topics, you know what I'm saying? Um, but very, very, very refreshing, jazzy, soulful, mm. positive. How's it sound? Is it like you're doing kind of spoken word talk, just similar to what you do on Instagram, where you're just talking freely, or um? Yeah, how does it sound in terms of the your message and that? In 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 the project? Yeah. Is it like sort of spoken word or um Yeah, yeah no, work? it's like it's hip hop. Mm-hmm. It's oh, hip hop. Cool. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, the guy, you know, the artists that I picked, they you know, they're very lyrical and very conscious. So like you don't wanna like first thing in the morning, I think nobody wants to be 
hearing a lot of negativity or swearing. I think you got to get the day started first. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like a pick-me-up, you know, something that you could, like, really enjoy while you're drinking coffee. Yeah, well, that's why I appreciated it, because sometimes you can go on social media first thing in the morning and it just puts you in this negative frame. But, um, yeah, that's why it's great. Someone like you is um, doing the morning coffee, but uh, with that kind of positive spin and talking about some deeper topics. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate that. For sure, I definitely recommend people um, oh, check it out. Thank, thank you. I didn't, even know you was, I didn't even know you knew about it. Thank you. I, I, oh, it's just on your Instagram, right? Didn't have to look too far to find. Yeah, it. yeah, it's on my Instagram. We, right, you follow me? Um, I'll check if I hit the follow button. I definitely will after. For okay. sure, yeah. Make sure I get that every morning. <laughs> oh, okay. do, you, do you do it every day, or is it just when you feel inspired? Oh, every day. Most for the most part. Oh um, man, yeah, cool. If I if I miss it, it's it's really very rarely I miss it. <laughs> cool. Or I do a video. Sometimes I do it. You know, a thought. Yeah, no, amazing. Um, before we get into the studio stuff, um, yeah, is there anything I've kind of missed out in your career? Any big highlights you? Yeah, what's been like? Um, besides the things I've mentioned, is there anything else that really stands out in your life? Projects you've worked on that's really been special I, to you? I, I, no, for the most part, I think you touched on most of the stuff that I'm really doing right now. Cool, because yeah, I'd love to ask you about. I understand you really love working with Waves plugins, and they've been um, really helpful to you. Um, yeah, where to start with Waves? Could you, can you remember when you first started using them and? Um, what kind of projects it was and yeah, why it felt special to you at the time. Yeah. I, I, um, I started using waves like, uh, sometime the latter part of last year, you know, um, they, they, they came in and we just shook hands and became, uh, supplied me with these amazing plugins that, um, it's so many of them, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It's so many of them, but I'm not complaining. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I love, I love the fact that they there's so many diversified plugins within the package that I have, and they all are easy to they are easy to use. They're user friendly, um, and for me, I'm. Believe it or not, I'm not really, really a technical, technical guy. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a, um, I'm, I'm more of a hearer. I, I hear and know what I want when I hear it. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. It's like it's even, even when I play the keyboards, people ask me, "Did you go to school?" I'm like, no, I didn't go to school. I, <laughs> I, I, I hear it and then it, it sounds good and I record it. And it's kind of the same process for me with waves. But I, I have some favorites. Definitely the SSL plugins. Those are amazing. And the Butch V Butch of uh plugins with you know that uh, like the pop pop vokes plugins are amazing. Put a nice fresh pop EQ without without doing anything. So there's a lot of, it's like a, it's a toy store. Yeah, because like you mentioned, Waves, they have a lot of plugins. So are the ones you mentioned, are they like your favorites? Are they the ones you go to the most on projects? Yeah, they, they, they're the ones I go to the most. You know, um, 
the SSL, and you know, I'm 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 still learning how to do to use the vocal vocal. Uh, what is the name of it? Vocal Lux. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I may be misquoting it, but mm-hmm. yeah, I am. I, um, I, I I've been going through uh, actually one this one project when I first got a real good you know set of perf uh, what I really my menu a uh, record that I produced on an artist by the name of Mark Stag- Mark Staggers and his his project. Mm-hmm. I used the, well, some of the wave plugins and it, it it actually hit number one in the UK. So that was a oh, that really? was a treat. Oh, yeah. that's very nice. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, how long have you been using waves? It's been a very long time. No, it's it's, it's been like it's been like several months now, like maybe eight months, maybe actually longer. It's going up on a getting close to a year now. Getting close to a year. Oh, right, that's crazy because yeah. you're talking about them. Like you clearly love their stuff, but it's only a bit so that goes true. Oh, I do. Yeah. So yeah. in that short time they've really become like your favorite plugins, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 my f- special friends. <laughs> like, like it's like I said, there's so many different plugins that, that, that Wave offers and they're easily accessible and um and they sound great. They just do like like the the type of plugins the type of produce production that I do, I use plugins for instruments. Mm. You know, so they can make a uh uh an instrument sound like it's just a regular instrument sound like extraordinary, you know what I'm saying? And and yeah. The vocal plugins, everything is just like it's just a immaculate for a producer like myself, who I'm a hear who is an hear a producer like i can't tell you you know this the milliseconds or you know delays i just i use them according to how i feel and what the, i feel the record needs and it, it's always worked for me so i'm not i'm not i'm not sh- um shunning knowledge <laughs> or mm. or education i think we should also be educated but for me like it's been working for me for 30 years so i'm like and now i got this new found love with wave plugins that I'm, I'm able to move around and be creative and so it's, it's a joy for me yeah because it sounds like you're coming at production from this musician background because some people are really like you say really technical producers um so that's amazing to hear that waves works for you in that sense yeah can you just speak about how waves are so great for a more sort of musician type of producer rather than a, a super technical well, producer well, for for me, for me, it it becomes an add-on. Um, mm. I, as as a producer, I make sure that whatever I'm producing, that I'm producing the quality instrumentation or quality vocal. So to have a quality plug-in add-on to that is just icing on the cake, so to speak. You know, what I mean, you, yeah. when you have a, such a variation of um, different plugins that you can use, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's how, that's how I view it as, you know, I can only kind of really represent myself when it comes to the waves and how it works for me. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, I think loads of producers will resonate with that. Some people have more fun with instruments and sounds and 
spending like ages on an EQ or something is not as much fun for them. Um, so I think a lot of people would be really inspired to hear that you approach it like that. Definitely for me as well. Um, yeah. And that, so how how do you find Waves compared to other plugin companies you've used before? Well, I haven't really. Um, I had one other company that that had that I, I had plugins. Is uh, I I guess the 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 number of plugins that Waves offers in the package it it outweighs you know the the ones that I've had in the, that I've used in the past. And it's um another thing about what I love about Waves it gives you it gives you the visual experience of of analog from back in the day. Yeah. It gives you that feeling like you know like cuz now everything is digital but mm-hmm. the way some of the the pre presets are some of the pictures like it puts you right in the room like you're you're actually in a in a studio in a real live studio and that that mentally does something for somebody like me who who came up where there was a SSL board you know what I mean? and and on um, all this analog plugins and, you know it kind of does something mental for you it really puts you in the moment psycho you know psychologically if that makes sense hmm. no totally good because i guess a lot of producers want plugins that really help their kind of workflow and helping them stay in the zone, I guess. So do you feel like waves have been really good for that? Oh yeah, well? absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Like I can give you like uh, I don't know if you can hear, I could play you something. I'm doing a cover song. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Hear that? Yeah, yes. that's very really nice. I can see all the in my way. So records like that, you know, mm. the <laughs> the wave plugins is going to work for me because I used a couple on this vocal and it's making it, it's, it's bringing my vision to life. Yeah, amazing. Uh, guess- What's the Butch VIG plugin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was going to say, um, so final Waves question, I guess, to you, if someone was going to start using Waves, which ones would you recommend to kind of start out with to get the feel of, of their plugins? And- well, if, like, the one I just, just the one I just uh, mentioned, the Butch, a Butch yeah, yeah. VIG plugin is good for, is great for EQ and um, presence, you know what I'm saying, vocal presence, like what I just played. Um, definitely, I would suggest that to, for as far as uh, compression, I, I would definitely float down to the uh, the SSL plugins mm. for for uh, for compression and EQ actually, because they have you have the list here like the SSL channel G channel where you can. Um, Again, it gives you that analog kind of look, like you're looking at the SSL board and you have all your your expands and your threshold buttons there, just like the old days. And you can kind of move it around just like you was in the, on the SSL board. That's just me. Hmm. Yeah, um, amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, um, oh, cool. Thanks so much, Herbert. So I guess to wrap up, do you... Um, 
how's the rest of the year looking for you? And then, yeah, finally, like, I guess. Oh, also, oh, oh, before I forget that the CLA vocals. Oh yeah, great yeah, for yeah. vocals. Yeah, that's yeah, that right there. Um, I use that a lot. Where you have the uh, you can you can um, monitor your bass treble mm. and compression in that plugin. That's that's amazing. Like for me, cause um, it, it's almost a in uh, an internal EQ system right in the um right in the plugin. So you have a delay, reverb, and pitch right in there. Yeah, no, I've heard good things as well. Amazing. Um, yeah, no, I was just saying. Yeah, how's the rest of the year looking for you then? Uh, with projects, oh, it's you know, um, it's looking pretty good. I got a movie. I got a movie placement already on uh this movie called Karen which I again I use Way plugins on <laughs> cool uh, um I use a guitar I use a guitar plugin on that particular song um called Karen so that's a good way to to come out on the you know at the third quarter having a you know a movie placement mm. um and uh I got a gentleman who sounds who sounds just like Barry White that I'm introducing to the world. And, um, oh, wow. yeah, he's, it's amazing. Uh, just a lot of, you know, I'm bringing, uh, back to the core is a really special project that I'm working on. It really kind of, it really, um, goes against the grain of the industry, which kind of says in, in action that, once you get us to a certain age, if you're not known, there's no chance for you. So I'm like, you know, if you're 30, 40, 50 years old and you got talent, I'll work with you. As long as, you know, the, every, mm. everything is, business is right and help give you a platform just like Charlie Wilson had one. Um, you know, so Charlie Wilson has shown, proven to the world that, you know, you could still be older and still be successful. and we need more of those. We need companies to get behind some of these older artists. And I don't, you know, I'm not saying that they're 20 anymore, but their talent definitely doesn't go anywhere with age until they're just not using it. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, yeah. And I guess while the red carpet is still out, if someone wanted to discover kind of your work, what, what are there any particular projects you tell people to go and check out from, for recent oh, stuff yeah. or older stuff? Yeah, recent stuff. Uh, I would check out check out uh, the journal. Mm-hmm. Um, he's on he's on my in my company Moontown Records. Definitely check out uh, Sir Luminous. He's a funk, pop, soul artist. Um, also check out In Front. They are Gerald Levert's. Uh, Background singers, I've been working, developing their record, and they're in their 40s and 50s, and they are absolutely amazing. Um, mm. uh, and working with some, some, I got a, someone introduced me to a young lady who is, uh, they feel like she's, uh, reminds me of Mary J. Blige. I said, okay, I'll take her, mm-hmm. you know, I'll put her under my wings, and, um, you know, and producer, I won't try to recreate Mary J. Blige, but I'm definitely looking forward to bringing something that, you know, the younger generation could hear some music and some of their, you know, their lyrical content that they'd like to hear. Oh, definitely. Oh, cool. So much stuff to check out. Um, 
Oh, yeah, I got I got a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. All right, Herb, thanks so much for the chat. Yeah, it's been really cool to find out all the stuff you worked on and um and about all your love for waves as well. So yeah, thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Cheers, Herb. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.